VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Varel, coast to coast. Got Baron doing it without Lewandowski now, Carver High, and they're still raking five goals. He used to score four of them himself. Now he's at, at Barca doing his thing uh, in Spain, which is badass. That guy going from Bayern Munich to, to Barcelona. Yep. I mean, how clutch is that? And the Gunners are up one zip at the start of the second half. Arsenal laying 450 in the second half. I laid it. I got him to win that game from the jump. Uh, I think Crystal is just crack. I mean, they're just crap. Yeah. Uh, Martinelli with the goal uh, for Arsenal, the first goal of the Premier League season uh, as they get underway this weekend. Touch earlier than usual, Scotty, of course, because they got to take almost a month off in the middle of the season for the World Cup uh, because, as we know, uh, the World Cup is on a dopey schedule this year because it's in Qatar uh, and it wasn't played when it normally is. So you won't think it's dopey when we're watching it for a month between Thanksgiving well, and Christmas like, every single day. Look, it's going to be awesome. Of course not, but it still bothers me. The World Cup wasn't played when it normally gets played, which should have been agree. played last month. So that, that part, yeah, it's, and it shouldn't be played there to begin with. Uh, in the middle of a desert, that's a buck twenty. Uh, let's go put all the thirty-two best teams in the world out in the desert. Mafia uh, said that they should it have it at so, Fight Island. <laughs> should have it at Fight Island. Set set it up there. Uh, a little more NFL for you here as we start hour number two. Let's go to the Rams now, Scotty. Where it sounds like things are starting to get maybe a little concerning when it comes to quarterback Matthew Stafford. Uh, bad tendonitis is what they are saying for his elbow. Uh, Sean McVay said things like, it's a little bit abnormal for a quarterback, what he's going through. Here's McVay, uh, says he isn't completely concerned yet, but he's getting there. He feels good. You know, I, I think when you really look at it, just some of the little intricacies of, you know, trusting to really, you know, uncork some of those throws and let it go. You can see he really pushed the ball down the field to 2-2. So it's really just, you know, being able to have enough time to, to let this rehab program that we have implemented, you know, are we really seeing the results? But I think he feels stronger. He's feeling better. Um, but, you know, the one thing with Matthew is you got to really pull it out of him, you know, because he's such a competitor. So uh, I've seen things that are encouraging, but I think, Sarah, it'll give us a better idea probably about a week, two weeks from now to really just say, okay, is this getting the results that we want? And then are we going to start, you know, going back to a normal workload or what does that really look like leading up to September 8th? report that he's dealing with tendonitis in that in his right arm. Is that accurate? You know, I, I don't know what you would really call it, Gary. I just know the elbow issue and, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I stayed out of Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> wow. Did you see him slip that in at the end? Now, listen, uh, you know what won't be funny as that joke will be when they have to go in and cut it. Because if you ask me, uh, a quarterback with an elbow problem is no different than a starting pitcher with an elbow problem. Here's what happens. When the elbow goes, you're finished. It's done. Season over. Uh, Michael King of the Yankees. The elbow broke. Boom. Done. Done for the year. I am not going to be surprised at all if Matt Stafford's season is destroyed by his bad elbow. I mean it. I, like, is he going to play the whole year? Is he going to have elbow surgery? Uh, at what point are you going to realize you can't have a bad elbow when you're a quarterback or a pitcher? You cannot throw the ball 70 yards uh, like he did uh, in the playoff game against Brady to Cup 
when your elbow's blown out and they say, oh, it's tendonitis. Oh, it's not tendonitis. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. This guy has an elbow problem and they haven't started playing yet. I am telling you, it'll be the end of their season. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a pain-free Friday, Sirius XM 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have everybody with us. Yeah, it ain't going to look the same, Scotty, if on opening night uh, to start the season, Rams-Bills, you get John Walford out there instead of Matthew Stafford uh, to start the year. Your boy John uh, leading the Rams out uh, in the defense of their Super Bowl title. I wouldn't be surprised because I don't like the what they all – and he can laugh all he wants. You're right. He ain't going to be laughing if John Walford's playing against the Bills on that opening Thursday night game. Uh, here's your numbers for the Rams. Ten and a half. Go ahead. Well, they're not going to win the Super Bowl because no. of it. Uh, and so you're going to have a new Super Bowl winner because of it. If the guy – listen, when is the last time, Mike, you tell me that you heard, you know, at the very beginning of the preseason where they're going to start playing games next week in earnest every night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every night now right into the season. When is the last time you heard the winning quarterback of the Super Bowl has a bad elbow and they're not sure what it is, but his elbow, he can't throw the ball right now because his elbow's fried. When is the last time you heard that go any way except badly? Never, never ends uh, in, a, in a happy-go-lucky way. Uh, it never ends with a big party. Uh, there's usually some sadness uh, when you start. There's something wrong with his arm. There's something wrong, and we haven't even started camp. I mean, he didn't really even throw. This, this happened coming into camp. This didn't happen when he showed up right. at camp and threw the football a little bit. This was a problem that I was clearly there happened. before. How did it happen, Mike? Well, look, I, I mean, was he feeling anything at the end of last year and just, you know, said it'll go away or the part they were partying from winning the Super Bowl? You know, it'll get better. I'll be good by the time camp rolls around. Got to camp, started throwing the football a little harder. I mean, Dr. Shivago will be the better guy to ask for that. Scott, we'll ask him. Uh, when you get him next. So get the doc in there. Uh, I'll give we'll you the Ram him. numbers uh, later on as well, Scotty. Well, yeah, like, so, uh, I don't know if you put those numbers up yet, but we'll talk to him next about the SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, the most fan mail we get is always about Dr. Shivago, Dr. David Chow out of Sports Injury Central in San Diego. The fans love him. Uh, so do we. Let's bring him in and start talking about pain. Uh, so let's uh, start with this. Uh, I'll throw this out there. As you know, you've always had a keen interest in uh, my daughter, Young Chop's knee problems. Uh, yesterday or Monday, I believe it was, or Wednesday, excuse me. Wednesday, uh, she had uh, 20 prolotherapy injections in her left knee. Uh, she's already had PRP. That was about 10 weeks ago. And now she's doing prolo. 
and she did the left knee and and next Wednesday she'll do the right knee. Uh, the doctor firmly believes that'll be the end of this with certainty uh, of what this stuff does to regrow tissue, cartilage, uh, the whole area. I've never seen anything like it when uh, like the blood, the sweating, the nitrous, uh, the kid was in agony. That's no joke getting those four inch needles shoved in you 20 times. 20, I mean, that's a lot of, uh, quote, acupuncture there. I mean, that's a lot of pokes. Uh, hopefully it will work for her. You got a money-back yeah. guarantee. That's a good thing. <laughs> so let me ask you, we've been talking about uh, Matt Stafford's elbow. We believe that this could be the undoing of their uh, chances to repeat as Super Bowl champions. I've never heard of a quarterback with a bad elbow or a pitcher with a bad elbow having anything good to say about anything. I'm worried about this guy's elbow. Abnormal this. We're not sure if it's tendonitis. Uh, don't tell me that guy's going to go out throwing 60-yard bombs anytime soon. Well, you know, I'm, we're working on that right now at Sports Injury Central, trying to do all the research and go back to the offseason and see what braces he had. And right now... Uh, we don't exactly what it is and if it's tendonitis and obviously there's a comparison to pitchers and so we're working on it when we have a big opinion uh, we'll come out with it and share it on your show but let me tell you matt stafford historically is as tough as they come he plays through everything i don't have any doubt that he will play through this it's just a question of how it might affect him in terms of what he can do and what his throws, his accuracy, his deep ball. But we can't even opine on that till we figure out what his diagnosis is. And so we're working on that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, as you know, uh, I certainly respect you more than my opinion on it, but I've never seen a pitcher, uh, uh, you know, a quarterback with a bad elbow throw the football or throw the baseball well at all. I mean, if your elbow's gone, we just saw Michael King break his elbow, he's done. Uh, guys have bad elbow, they go have Tommy John. A, guy, a quarterback throws the ball as hard as a pitcher. How in God's name is a guy with a bad elbow? You can be as tough. I'll tell you what tough is. Tough is playing through plantar fasciitis. Tough is playing with uh, tendonitis in your knee. Tough is playing on a high ankle sprain. Tough is playing with a rotator or labrum tear like Baker Mayfield. I don't care who you are. If your elbow's fried, you're not throwing a football or a baseball. Well, you know, the only uh, silver lining in this is the motion for throwing a football is much different than baseball. And there are more throws for a pitcher at 95 or 100% effort than a quarterback. It's more about decision-making. Yeah, you need to be able to, to, to huck it for the tight window throws or, or the bomb, but a lot of the game is really more decision-making. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, until we figure out what the actual diagnosis is, it's hard to figure out a prognosis. How about Van Jefferson's knee? I've even heard that it went well and that he'd, he'd be ready for week one. Uh, you got to be kidding me. Well, you know, training camp is, uh, you know, the, the start of the season is a good five weeks away still. So, yeah, he's got a chance. And it was interesting that uh, the reports of getting a second opinion from a knee specialist. Well, his team doctor's a knee specialist. So, uh, but, you know, bottom line is you're, you're better off facing problems and having a scope now than uh, letting it linger. So hopefully it works out well. So uh, Sports Injury Central, you got an article about how people don't need to panic when they hear about players being carted off the field. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, you know, it's become a verb. The player was carted off. I mean, it almost implies the season is over and it was a catastrophic injury. But one thing we'll tell you is that depending on the location of training camp and the situation, being carted off is not the end of the world. First of all, everyone's more cautious in the preseason and in training camp. And second of all, the practice fields and situations sometimes are far away from the training room. Sometimes those are rides of convenience. Tristan Wirfs was, quote, carted off because he needed an IV because it was hot. He really wasn't injured. There are some other circumstances. Look, in Green Bay, they've got, you know, they're famous for taking, sharing the fan bicycles to get out to the field. If you're injured even slightly, you're taking the cart into the locker room. Doesn't mean it's the end of the season. We just try and provide some optimism to fans. You have to be a little more specific. Now, obviously, for Tim Patrick and, and his team, other teammate on the Broncos, that carted off was those were two ACL tears. 
uh, for the Broncos in the same day. And uh, in a given season, uh, each team averages about one and a half ACLs in a season. The Broncos had two in one day, including Tim Patrick. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, so uh, are you surprised to see uh, Godwin back on the field already uh, with his knee surgery with the Buccaneers? And we finally have Mike Thomas back on the field for the Saints. Look, I am not surprised to see Godwin on the field. I mean, the team passed him on a physical and uh, did not put him on PUP. But that doesn't mean he's ready to go. If you look at his view, yeah, he's back at practice, individual period only. Uh, yeah, he's back at practice with a big old metal knee brace on his knee, which there's no way he can play and be effective with that. There was even some video where I saw he uh, ran a comeback route and uh, his uh, his position coach seemed to be able to cover him pretty well. He's not Chris Godwin yet. Let's Good progress. He's doing an individual. Michael Thomas right now, I'm hoping, has turned a little bit of a corner. I know we've been sort of down on them at, uh, with his sixth score and at Sports Injury Central. But i got to look at some more video. Maybe he's finally turned a corner here, and, and we'll have to see. What's the deal with the Bills' uh, Jordan Poyer's elbow? Uh, yeah, in training camp, it's always harder because there's usually not a lot of video. Most journalists that are there are told to, to turn their cell phones off so you can't film all the stuff. But it looked like just an elbow hyperextension, the way that he was treated afterwards as he came off the field, which means it's a couple weeks, and there's no doubt he'll be ready to go for the start of the season. So Mike Trout, uh, this rare back condition that he's got, what do you know about that? Look, it may be rare for a spine surgeon because this is a, a back condition that doesn't require surgery. But in sports medicine, we see it, a costal vertebral T5 issue. That's why we said right when it happened, like, this is not going to end his career. There's no reason for panic here. And, Scott, you know, I'd rather talk about uh, uh, debunk bad injuries than, than confirm them. And this is one that I'm debunking. Trout will be back. He will be fine. So DeGrom is back, and he's still throwing 102 miles an hour after being out for over a year. Are you worried at all that he just throws too hard every single pitch uh, the whole night? Uh, you think he should lighten up a little? Well, that's what makes him effective, right? What I'm worried about is I'm not sure if the ultimate culprit in all of these series of injuries he's had over the last calendar year is over because I don't know that they found the direct cause in the connect chain to cause all of this. If you remember way back when in the preseason and spring training with DeGrom, we gave him a low six score for the season of 62. In other words, 62% of his season long production. It was probably too high because he missed well over half the season already. And with his comeback now, hopefully he can stay healthy the rest of the way, but that remains to be seen. 15 seconds, respectfully, really quick. Paige Beckers blows out her knee again. Is she screwed? No, she can recover, but now she has choices. She doesn't have to go to the WNBA. There's NIL. She might make more money in college than in the WNBA, so wish her the best. All right, Dr. Shibago, nice job. Have a great weekend out in sunny San Diego watching the Padres most of the Dodgers. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, Scott Miller is our baseball insider from the New York Times out in Southern California, getting ready for the Padres Dodgers incredible series at Chavez Ravine this weekend in Los Angeles. And uh, Scott, I got to start with your, uh, you know, several things. You wrote about Vin Scully a lot, uh, not only in his passing, uh, which was just horrible for me. Uh, I thought so highly of him. And then uh, the story that you did about, uh, I think it was, you did a story about Hodges or something uh, a few weeks ago, and you interviewed him before his passing, and you had even written about how great it was that you got to talk to him uh, about Hodges, and then uh, he passed away the other night at 94. I'll say this. First of all, all your pieces were excellent per usual. Second of all, I don't think there was anything I loved more in my life than sitting in bumper to bumper traffic on the 405 driving 40 minutes that took three hours every day from Huntington Beach to Culver City to do my radio show at Westwood One when the Dodgers played on the East Coast and I got to listen to a four o'clock start from four to 6 p.m. Two hours of Vince Scully was better than sex on the radio. It was the greatest visualization theater of the mind I thought I was on mushrooms listening to the guy do a baseball game. It was so beautiful. It was an it was an art form, and it was the greatest sports on radio of any sport I've ever heard in my life. No one was better. No, I would agree with everything you said, and I'm glad you mentioned about being stuck in traffic on the 405, Scott, because I think not only was Vin the best there ever was, but I think he was in a spot in which baseball fans could enjoy him even more maybe than in other parts of the country had he been there because of what you just said. L.A. is so sprawling. Um, there's traffic. There's there's the East Coast time difference when the Dodgers played at 4 o'clock. Um, in, in New York, people take subways to work and maybe they wouldn't have heard as, as many people wouldn't have heard him on the radio, but LA, everybody's in their car. Even when the Dodgers first moved to Los Angeles in 1958, um, they played in the Los Angeles Coliseum, which was not a baseball stadium. And that's where people used to got in the habit of bringing their transistor radios to the game with them. Eventually, it was because they couldn't even watch a game in person without listening to Ben Scully. But it started because in the Coliseum, so many people were like two miles from the field. They needed a transistor radio to hear what was to, so they could know what was going on. And that's how it started with Vin. And then it carried on to people just had their transistor radios and had to have Vin. They couldn't live without Vin. And what a legend. What a loss for all of us. You know, I have to tell you that, uh, and you know this is true, don't even worry about the phone, you're very popular. Uh, There is no one I like seeing more in baseball than you. When I go to a ballpark and I know you're there, I always come to the press box and I always say hi. When I was at Dodger Stadium, there was nothing I enjoyed more than saying hi to Vin Scully and hearing that guy say my name. Just to hear him say, Pharrell, good to see you. Uh, it just, it was like I was in the presence of God. I mean, I, I kid you not. And there's very few people that I make a point to go see in a press box. The other one, you're one of them. Mike Lang was always one of them. The Penguin announcer, Bob Miller. Uh, you know, I had friendships with so many great broadcasters, Sam Rosen, Joe Micheletti, but there was no one on earth 
that I wanted to see more than uh, Vin Scully. It was like, it was like, it was majestic. Just being 15 feet away from him, it was like uh, standing next to God. I, I swear to, I swear to you, that's what it was like for me, religious. You're, yeah, I, I totally get it. You mentioned when I had the opportunity to interview him for that Gil Hodges story you referenced, that was in early June. And, right. you know, I called and we talked on the phone and to your point about his his majesty, he was such a down-to-earth guy. But when I called him, as, as happened in the past, when he answered, my first instinct kicked in. And it wasn't like, hey, Vin, this is Scott Miller. It was, hey, Mr. Scully, it's Scott. Thanks for taking my call. And immediately he says, hey, no, Mr. Scully, it's Vin. And he did that to everybody over the years. Um, right. On our end, like you say, when you saw him in the press box, on our end, he was up there on Mount Rushmore, but he never carried himself that way. He wouldn't right. call him Mr. Kelly. And one of my favorite things in the press box that, that you mentioned, watching him interact just with the press box workers, the person who scooped the food out in the cafeteria, right. the woman who delivered waters, you know, I mean, he treated them like gold. It was a life lesson. If you just if you were lucky enough to see Vin Scully off the air in a setting like that, it was a life lesson on how to treat people. You're right. You know, just, yeah, it was unbelievable. He's he's fabulous. I honestly fed off of that and have tried to be that way my whole career to everyone from the highest pecking order down to the cleaning lady. Uh, be nice, treat everyone the same way. And I kid you not, I saw that spewing from him. I also told the story this week of there's no other writer that I respected more than uh, Jim Murray. I mean, if there were two guys that could describe a sporting event on the radio or on a piece of paper, uh, like a newspaper, it was, uh, it was Murray. And I know you had to be fascinated by Murray. Uh, let me just say this. I, I have to talk to you about this series. Uh, the yep. Padres go into uh, Chavez Ravine with their vaunted new lineup that couldn't beat the Rockies last night, uh, although they did uh, beat them twice uh, in that doubleheader, which I hit both ends of that. But you got to beat the Rockies at Petco uh, when you play them, and they didn't. Now they're going to play a team that's won, what, 26 of 31, something like that, maybe more. Uh, they're getting yep. five guys off the IL that are sickening pitchers like Walker Bueller. Uh, they won without them like nothing ever happened. The Dodgers are still the best team. And then the Padres, you can get Soto, Bell, Drury. Will they be able to beat the Dodgers? Yeah. Well, here's the thing uh, to me, Scott. The, the short answer is in the regular season, no. Dodgers have a 12-game lead in the division. And as you said, they, they've won like, they're like 26 and five or whatever it is over their last 31. Dodgers are going to win the division. What the Padres have to do is make sure they get a wild card spot. Last year, they screwed that up as you know, they didn't get in. I think right. what happens is if the Padres can get that wild card spot, then everything resets in October, then maybe they can beat the Dodgers. I still agree with you. I think the Dodgers are the best team in the league, but where the Padres are concerned, I think they have the pitching to win, to beat whether it's the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, anybody in a best-of-seven-game series. I mean, you, know, you line up with Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, Sean Manaya, Mike Clevenger. You've got Josh Hader in the bullpen now, among others. You win with pitching, and they have – it's not a guarantee, but they have the pitching to win in October, I think, against anybody – and now with Soto and Drury in the lineup and Josh Bell, the one issue the Padres have been having all year is they've been having difficulty at times scoring runs. They have the pitching to win, and they have all year. Now they've got the lineup. And, oh, by the way, Fernando Tatis Jr. is due back probably right. in about two weeks. So let me ask you this. I know this sounds crazy, but I have to say it. Three years from now, he's going to be worth five or six hundred million dollars in a contract. They can't pay Machado, Tatis, and Soto billions of dollars and expect to have anyone else that isn't homeless living in a shelter on their payroll. 
Uh, I don't understand how that will work. I said earlier this week, the odd man out will be Manny. Meanwhile, Manny's been the guy that earned the money more than all of them. Manny uh, busts his ass every day and puts up big numbers. Tatis is off riding motorcycles, getting laid. Yep. And then the other guy wants more money than God. So I think Manny will be the odd man out in three years. I don't dispute that at all. And that's why they have to win now. There was a little bit of debate, not much, but in that Nationals trade, the Padres sent six players to the Nationals for, for Soto and and, uh, and Josh Bell. Three of those players at one time were ranked by the experts as number one player in their in their farm system. Three. So there were some people saying, eh, did they give up a little much? No, because they're built to win right now. And you made one of the points. Three years from now, they're not going to be able to afford all three of those guys, Machado, Tatis, and, and Soto. And I agree with you, Machado could be the odd man out because he just turned 30. Three years from now, you know, I mean, I'm not putting him out to pasture, but his prime is not going to go on for another 10 years. Machado's isn't. So that's why with this current collection of talent that they have, I don't care what they traded to the Nationals. Their window to win is right now. It's not, I mean, it started last year, and they already screwed that up. So they they can't be piddling around and say, well, we'll win in three years, because you don't get this kind of collection of talent but once in a generation, and they've got to they've got to take advantage of it before guys get too old and too expensive, because as we all know, in baseball, that happens much quicker than you would like it to. Well, let me ask you really quick. Uh, I, oh, I don't have enough time. Unbelievable. I run out of time with Miller, of all things. This is the worst thing that's happened to me this week. I just got gut punched. Scott, enjoy the Padres and uh, Dodgers series. I'll take care of the Yankees, Cardinals. I'll talk to you again soon. Be healthy, my friend. I love you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's almost like uh, Rebecca Harrelson is messing with us, uh, Carver High. I just saw Matt Carpenter walking around Bush Stadium, soaking it all in by himself, the only guy on the field, sitting behind third base in the grass, doing some kind of stretching exercise. All of a sudden, I look up, I see on the uh, Jumbotron out in the outfield, not a soul at the stadium, no one's there, not even batting practice, nothing. And it said at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV on the Jumbotron. And it's almost like, I mean, she's just 
she's just doing that to mess with me, isn't she? At some point, like, you know, getting that kind of exposure in that moment when Matt Carpenter returns to Bush, when no one else is there and no one would ever see that. And then I'm looking at that very moment and I saw that. That is genius. Uh, it certainly is. Uh, very emotional for Matt this weekend, going back to very St. Emotional. Louis where he's had so many so big proud. moments. Uh, maybe he'll have another big moment for us tonight at plus 445 or whatever it was. Uh, yes. For him to hit a tater here against the Cardinals. Uh, we were talking about the Rams earlier with Stafford. You talked about it with Dr. Shivago. I did want to give you the numbers because I did have them for you today. The Rams win total is 10 and a half. Make the playoffs. Yes, minus 270. They're the defending champs. Win the division. Plus 125. If Stafford's healthy, I'm in on this over. Scotty, if he's healthy, that's a big if. I mean, who knows? Doc says, Doc seems to think he's going to be all right. Doc seems to think he's going to be okay. Yeah, I got to tell you, I don't think Doc knows uh, anything about that guy's elbow right now, to be honest with you. I don't think anybody does. But when I hear elbow problems, I have serious concerns. I am not touching that uh, over at 10 and a half right now until I know he's healthy. Uh, so you know what? I'll just stay away from the bat. I mean, I'm with you. If he yeah. plays and he's fine, uh, they're going to win 12 games. If he is injured and has elbow surgery, they're not going to win nine games. Uh, and their season will end. So I'm not touching that bet right now. And I'm sure they'd love you to go bet the over Vegas because uh, yeah. they love suckers. Well, the Rams, of course, will open their title defense in the opening Thursday night game at SoFi against, Scotty, the Buffalo Bills. The you Bills uh, have, yes, you, I hope I don't lose. I hope they lose. Uh, I hope that's who's going to lose on that night. If they don't have let's Stafford, they're going to lose. <laughs> Here's, let's hear from Josh they might lose Allen, with Scotty. Of course, we had the story. I heard Cam say that Kyle Shanahan is, like, upset at the Niners for getting into all these fights at practice. Uh, apparently, in Buffalo, they're not as upset about it. There has been a few skirmishes this week uh, up at Bills camp. Uh, Scotty, let's hear Josh Allen on all the fights breaking out there. For sure, there, there's ways you got to find um, to do that. Sometimes, like I said, camp's long. Sometimes it's a drag. Sometimes guys want to be anywhere but the football field, um, and that's just the nature of the business. You know, it's uh, long days, short years, and knowing that that this goes by so quick, we got to find ways to you know put our focus back into what we're doing and focus on the here and now and um, you know, sometimes it's necessary. You know, good, good teams sometimes fight. You know, guys want want it so bad. Guys are very competitive. Guys push each other. So uh, you saw a little little tempers flare again today. And again, that's all because we want to win. We want to work really hard. We want to beat the guys across from us. And that doesn't matter who it is. Um, but it's good to see the intensity right now coming out from you know both sides of the football and the, and the whole team because again, we just want to win football game. I get it, and he's right, except he's the last guy that should be fighting or 100-mile-an-hour shoving a 300-pound lineman in the face. If he breaks yeah. his hand in that guy's face mask, uh, in that moment, their season ends. So I think he's a stupid ass for getting in a fight with a 300-pounder, acting like he's some kind of hard ass. He's already crazy the way he runs the ball. I'm telling you, I get it. The guy's a great running quarterback. He's big. If he keeps running the ball, keeps diving into linebackers and corners and safeties like he does like a missile, I'm telling you, this guy's going to get hurt like they all do. Every running quarterback eventually gets rung up, and his day's coming. I'm telling you, this guy's got to be smarter than that. He is the last guy. If I were the coach, McDermott, that guy that picked a fight with Allen, I'd cut him already. Yeah, it was Jordan Phillips, uh, the defensive lineman. And, and, I mean, a lot of people said it was Allen's fault. Allen's the one who went up to him uh, and kind of gave him the first shove. But you're Should've right. Done it. The guys that shouldn't be involved in the skirmishes, there's going to be fights at training camp. He's got a red jersey on. You don't hit him. Your, four, <laughs> your $400 million quarterback is not one of the guys uh, that should be involved in the skirmishes, and neither should... Uh, your $150 million wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, who's gotten into two uh, this week with some of the backup cornerbacks. So, MVP I mean, those are not the guys. Those, 
MVP. Those are not the guys that you want doing that. But they are also having fun at Buffalo Bill Camp, Scotty, as they are the Super Bowl favorites right now in August. Yeah, right. They always got to make the rookies get up there and do some kind of song and dance. Well, why not get a little Backstreet Boys in the mix? Look at the Bills' rookie offensive lineman getting involved, Scotty. Let's go. There you go. really awful that is fantastic the hazing going on up in buffalo uh yep fights and singing backstreet boys uh nothing will get you started on a championship season quite like that uh in the below uh injuries continue to happen at camp scotty uh mike evans bucks wide receiver tweaked a hamstring today uh he had to leave he's another guy who does get hurt a lot uh, that's a guy you got to keep him in bubble wrap during the entire month of August, too. Mike Evans, he gets hurt all the time because he's got those those claws down there, Scotty, uh, on the bottom end. Big old claws. <laughs> those claws down there. Got to clip those uh, puppies. <laughs> clip those alligators. We have, not, <laughs> we have not on coast to coast yet here in training camp heard from one of the newest coaches in the NFL, the nerd, uh, Mike McDaniel. Down in Miami, Scotty, I figured today would be a good day to check in with Mike uh, and see how he's handling the tough Miami media. Uh, here's Mike McDaniel. Any sense yet how long Dieter will be out? And where do you and Chris Greer stand as far as whether you think you need to bring in a veteran center to, uh, as a backup, you know, to supplement what yeah. you have with Connor Williams and yeah. Hanky training their Cole Bonner? See, uh, is anybody catching on to this Barry guy? I mean, he's a classic two-for-oneer. Classic Barry two Jackson, for one. So, um, yep. <laughs> so let's go back. Let's do one at a time, okay? Since there are two questions, clearly, right? Dieter. Dieter. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, he's feeling better. We're trying to be um, pragmatic and not be greedy. So um, expect him um, sooner than later. It's not uh, um, sometime this week. It's we're it's taking it day word, by day intentionally, but also types. trying yeah. to battle him he's got because a lot of he big is. Words. The, he is competitive as all get out. So, um, and then the second question. Coming back soon, you would seemingly, well, and you and Chris would know this far better than one. But with Dieter coming back soon, you would seemingly have enough with Connor Williams, Dieter, Cole Bonwart, Panky. According to Matt Applebaum, is getting snaps there. So I'm willing to cancel the second part of the question if you have to get to a meeting. Oh well, um, thanks. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm friends with Barry. Barry uh, also does the media uh, uh, articles in Miami. He's the, uh, like, media TV radio critic. Done a lot of stories on my behavior in Miami over the years. I can tell you that much. But I get along well with Barry. He's cool. Uh, There he is, the nerd Mike McDaniel, as we get ourselves ready for the Dolphins season. Uh, Tua and everybody else, eight and a half. Is the win total for the Dolphins minus 135 to the over to make the playoffs, plus 142, maybe to win the AFC East, plus 450? I'm on them as a sleeper team, as you know. I think they're going to have a good season. Uh, They didn't win nine in a row last year and fall short because they suck. I think they're on the up. I I think they got ill. I think Tua is going to play with a massive chip and show people up. I think they have uh, more speed at receiver maybe than any team. I think they got a great tight end in, in Gesicki. It, it's really up to, I think, McDaniel and the defense. Uh, how is he going to do as the head coach, and how are they going to do defensively? I'm not worried about him scoring. I think the Dolphins are going to go over that number. I think they're going to give the Bills mm-hmm. a run for their money in the East. In McDaniel's first game as a head coach, he will face Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. We love Bill on Coast to Coast. And usually, Scotty, every day, the regular media that covers the Patriots has a hard time getting any kind of substance out of Bill. So what did they do yesterday? 
Let's go send in the kid reporter to see if he can crack Bill and get something substantial out of him. But the kid reporter made a very big mistake. Wanted to get Bill's thoughts on fantasy football. That's not what you want to ask Bill Belichick about. Here we go. Yeah, honestly, I don't really have any opinion on that because it, like, fantasy football doesn't mean anything to me. Like, we're just trying to win games out here, and so I don't know who's hot, who's not, who wins, who doesn't. Like, I don't really care about that. I just care about whether we win. So, yeah, I have fun with that. Have fun with that. Well, at least he smiled. Have fun with that. Boy, Bill, send the kid in. As I don't care about fantasy football. Jeez, the Ravens have a lot. Uh, have a lot of guys coming back. Of course, off the injury list from last year, including running back J.K. Dobbins. Will he be ready for opening week? John Harbaugh says, "Well, he's certainly pushing himself to get there." Here's Harbaugh. They're doing really well. There's really no update time. See him. He's I mean, blending I think in with that we're color. kind of on a. <laughs> The trajectory for Ronnie and Marcus to wait a little bit. That's not going to be anything in the next week. We're in a hurry with those two guys, but they're doing really well. J.K. is a little more of a hurry because he's making it a hurry. You know, he wants to get back out there. Uh, so we'll look at it again Monday and see where we're at Monday. And maybe he starts doing something uh, like individual. Maybe not. It'll be up to the docks. So Gus is a little further out. Uh, by the way, the Gunners got that second popper and they beat Crystal 2-zip. I hate the Ravens yeah. uh, more than bad weather. Uh, I know that you do. Uh, next, we've been waiting to get Nathaniel Hackett in all week long. Of course, he's the new Denver Bronco head coach. And what's one of the other rules of training camp, Scotty? Never touch the quarterback, including when it's our new one, Russell Wilson. Here's Hackett. Stay away from the quarterback. Don't even get near him. Stay away from him. Look at this bucket no hat on Hackett here. Might, might Look at this guy. And you know what? Uh, that might be one of the good, good the first times fishing. I've seen that that guardian cap has been a great thing. You know, because, I mean, as that thing came back, you know, that thing was padded. And, uh, I mean, hey, that's the hard part because as a coach, you know, you want the guys to go as hard as they possibly can. You want Garrett and Chubb. You want... <clears throat> excuse me, Malik, Calvin. Whoa. You want all those guys to go as hard as they can. And it's football, and, you know, you you're always kind of breathing hard whenever you see anything like that happen, but that is how the game works, and um, we just got to make sure that we, we're protecting the team at all times. Nice. Hat. I remember when his dad was the coach at Pitt, and he was a little snot-nosed kid running around. I cannot believe uh, that he's the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I I've seen it all. That's how old I am. Not going to go well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Fans love it. It's time for today in Carver High history. Uh, let's go. 1973, Phil Necro no-hits the Padres for the Braves' first no-hitter in Atlanta. 1979, Pete Rose collects his NL record 2,427th career single. 79, Willie Mays, Warren Gills, and Hack Wilson inducted into the Hall. 1980, Dick Wilson, 1,000th career game as a manager. 82, Raymond Floyd, Opening round nine under to tie the PGA Championship 18-hole record. 1986, Steve Carlton, second player in Major League history to reach 4,000 strikeouts. Eric Davis, the hitter, one ball, two strikes, no outs. Strike three, that is the 4,000 strikeout of Steve Carlton's Major League career. And that's quite the milestone. Joey, he, did, he doffed his cap for the fans. There's a man who doesn't like public display. Well, I mean, honestly, could that be a, a worse call than anything you've ever heard? Uh, probably not. 1991, Paul Brown, <laughs> Hall of Fame that. NFL coach, dies of pneumonia at 82. 99, McGuire becomes the 16th player in Major League history to hit 500 homers. How many were tainted? 2001, Dave Winfield, Kirby Puckett, Mazarowski, the Negro League, uh, all inducted, Negro League star Hilton Smith inducted into the Hall of Fame. 2002, Chick Hearn, Scotty, passed away. 2007, Glavin becomes the 23rd pitcher to win 300 games. 2010, Nolan Ryan beats out Mark Cuban to buy the Texas Rangers. 2012, Usain Bolt wins the 100 meters in London. Andy Murray cruised past Federer for the gold. 2013, A-Rod, 211 game suspension for the Tony Bosch biogenesis lab scandal. Along with 12 other players, Becky Hammond became the Spurs assistant in 2014. How about all that? What is happening here? <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.